Welcome, welcome to the Embodied Divinity Podcast. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you Douglas White, who is our featured guest today. Douglas and I had an incredible conversation about the power of energetics and inner beliefs. Doug has spent most of his life as a professional pitching coach, spanning 17 years across four major league organizations, leading pitching development and managing infrastructure. Doug is the former pitching coach and director of pitching for the Los Angeles Angels, and prior to that, he was an assistant pitching coach for the Houston Astros, while also spending time as their pitching coordinator. White won four championships in his last six years as a minor league pitching coach while also being part of two World Series championship organizations. In the past few years, he has taken his expertise as a major league pitching coach and combined it with his passion for personal growth. With this, he wears many hats. He is currently a private coach consultant for MLB athletes and an author and entrepreneur in which he develops emotional awareness content for mental health companies. Doug's experience, both personally and professionally, contributes to his ability to help others understand how emotions can guide them and harness their individual power to deliberately create their own life. In his free time, you will find White surfing the coast of San Diego, playing pickleball, reading and writing in the neighborhood cafes, and meditating at his home. Check out his incredible book of inspired writing and art with the links below. I truly hope you enjoy today's episode. It's a powerful one. Hey, Divine One, Nikaila Mariah here, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service. And this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth to your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand fully in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and pleasure as we create a new world. It's time to remember the divine being you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the Embodied Divinity podcast. So excited to have Douglas White with us. You just heard all about him in the intro. Douglas, thank you for being here. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with you. Yeah, I'm so excited. So uh, we get to hear a lot from Douglas this morning. It sounds like you've had quite an incredible journey. So tell us, how did you become the man sitting in front of us today? Oh man, that that could be like a four hour uh, <laughs> four hour answer in itself. Let's see if I could do it in a, in a, in a quicker manner. Um, so when I was eight, like in the range of eighteen and nineteen, I I went to two. I did two things. One is I went to Life Spring training when I was eighteen, which uh, taught me uh, that really your ability to give and receive love is the most important thing about life. You can give and receive love. And then your ability to uh, release 
uh, all your, you know, little intricacies of life that every human being has, right? All the, you know, if you have a self-worth issue or insecurity issue, all those things like, great, no worries. Just don't let it be a, a, a like a cannonball attached to your ankle. Let it be a kite that you can, you can roll with still, you know what I mean? Like you could still go through life and you're just fine. Right. So those couple things. And then uh, I got turned on to Abraham Hicks when I was 19. And that really opened me up to the, the emotional awareness aspect of how we're living because we are our vibrational beings. And so if you're not tuned into your emotions, you really are missing a huge key of information in your life, your navigation of your life. And so those two things, ever since that, those days, I've been thinking, reading, listening, writing about those things. And so I went through baseball uh, as a player, wasn't very good, wasn't able to really like get a rhythm to this. So stepped into the coaching realm and I took off basically in the way of, I immediately got into a professional organization, which should have never happened with my background. But then I quote unquote struggled for like eight years. And that was the point where I was continuing to get in my own way. My belief systems were not allowing me to grow the way I felt like I wanted to, you know? And so I eventually got a hold of that and got a nice little rhythm there. And then I got to uh, um, fulfill my dream of getting to the big leagues. And so in a matter of like four years after I kind of broke through and understood about my belief systems and emotions and such, I made it to the big leagues. So that was 2018 was my first year in the big leagues. And then 2019, I got my first head pitching coach job. I was the pitching coach for the Los Angeles Angels. And so the only reason really why I share all this is because I was never really supposed to be that guy. If you're talking about stereotypical society, looking at my career on paper, so on and so forth, there's no way I was ever supposed to be in that position. But I got that position, then I realized, wow, interesting. A lot of things going on here. I don't know if I want to spend all my time in this arena. I really love a lot of things, but I also want to expand and grow as a human being. So I think I'm going to step outside of it. And I did so, and now I'm in that process. I'm in that, what we all call the transitioning process, where I'm growing into uh who I really want to be, how I really am, so on and so forth. And and then here we go. Now I'm sitting here in front of you having conversations like these just because I I just enjoy them, you know, basically that. So that's what I do. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I mean, I love your story. I think it's incredible. So many things that you mentioned and I'm a firm believer that life is always happening for us and that every single thing you went through got you to be this person, right? And I mean, amazing that you were introduced to Abraham Hicks at such a young age. And I'm sure that later on, as you were changing your belief systems, that helped a lot too. One thing that I really want to kind of hone in on is you said that your beliefs, you had the awareness that your beliefs were not allowing you to create the reality that you desired to live in. Can we focus? Cause I know so many people are there right now right? What does that even mean? How did you have that awareness and how did you change it? Yeah. So, I mean, I have more awareness about it now 
obviously after living the experience itself and then also like my continued practice in that realm right but in that like so looking back at it at that point in time that was a lot about understanding like okay you do create your own reality yes you're in relationship with a lot of people around you but it's like where's your awareness going is your awareness going that they have control of who you are what you do and how you want to do it or are you in control of that and i had a lot of looking outside of myself things going on when my beliefs my thoughts my statements were they're not allowing me to they'll never see me this way or you know or my own personal ones like am i really good enough as a coach do they respect me can i create relationships that i want to so these thoughts and statements were were going on and until i got to a place where one thing is i wasn't allowing um, outside factors to determine um, the way I was going to think and feel about my career. But then also with myself, was I going to make the decision to believe in who I was, know, know my greatness, know that I was able to accomplish these things, know that I could create relationships, know that I was a quality coach. You know, until I got to that point, I wasn't moving in my career. I was super stagnant and very upset. But, you know, I was upset because obviously the perspective that I was choosing to look at it at that time. Well, I mean, a lot of what you mentioned, the imposter syndrome, the victim mentality, it's mm -hmm. one thing to be there, but it's a whole nother ballgame to be able to have the awareness that you're there. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about it, um, a lot of the people that listen to this are entrepreneurs, seekers, hip hop artists, and creatives that are really moving into that next level of their life. And I think it's, there's, and I know you've probably felt this before for me personally, it was like this feeling inside where I wanted to blame the world, but my soul was like, no, this is you, you can do this. And so there was like this burning urgency, but it's so hard to flip the script. What are some of the things yeah. you did to change your belief system? Yeah. So I, I think this is the most interesting part of this right here, like this exact point in time of our conversation, because so many people think that that's, that's what happens or that there is a clear linear path to it. If every day I wake up and do A, B, and C, I'll get D, E, and F, let's say, right? And yes, there are experiences that you'll have along the way where it will be exactly like that. However, it's it, it, the interesting thing about us is if if you 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 really have to buy into you have a soul that the non-physical part of you is more than the physical part of you. The reason being is because that relationship between you and you, the physical you and the non-physical you, that's that's how you're getting your your insights your contemplations, your ideas, your creativity, so on and so forth. And so what it is, it's about like, okay, I make a statement, let's say, I set an intention, well, however you want to, like semantics, right? You could say that however you want to. You could pray, doesn't matter. Let's just say you say, I want to believe in myself more. Like that's your starting point because you realize I don't feel very good. I continue to think about myself in a way that keeps me not feeling very good and I want to change that. Okay, cool. So the first statement you make is, I just want to believe in myself. 
Cool. Universe listens. Inner being knows. Soul knows. Source knows. God knows. Whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter. It all knows. So now it's, okay, how do I not try to completely control the path? How do I not try to completely control the journey? How do I get out of my own way thinking this path has to be created this one way and only this way? And if these things don't happen, I'm doing something wrong. Like, and 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 there's more, and there's more, and there's more, right? Like, but that's the 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 biggest part is you really don't have to do as much as people think. You do have to set the intention. You do want to make those statements for sure. But then it's the whole relationship of when is it time to focus on it? And when is it time to let it be? And my answer to that would be you focus on it when you're in a state of being where your mood, your emotions, your places, I feel pretty good right now. I think I could dab into this a little bit. I think I could mess with this a little bit. I can let me let me let me let me look into some beliefs that I'm having right now. Let's see how I can construct them, you know, re refocus them, reframe them. But if you go to the subject matter and it doesn't feel very good, that is absolutely not the time to try to figure it out. That's the time you got to let it go. And you, you might need to go to other other subjects, other things, the walk in the park, right? The petting of the dog, kissing your lover, you know, wh whatever that situation is for you. But that that knowing and being able to practice that relationship consistently, in my opinion, that's the key. Because you're either in a state of allowing, letting it in, or you're in a state of like, you know, holding it away or pushing against, you know, however you want to want to term that. There's two powerful things you said there that I kind of want to highlight. And one of them I want to dive into more. First, I want everybody to remember what he said, because so many people in the spiritual world get really honestly kind of fucked up by this notion that you have to wake up and write your gratitude and read whatever inspirational thing and do your meditation in order to get where you want to go. And none of that is true. The only thing that is true is having that intention and conscious connection with your source. Yes. The other thing I want to highlight, and this is where I really want to dive into is where you're talking about energetics. I have a rule. This place I'm sitting in is my home office. Mm. I will not sit here if I am not in a high vibrational state, it doesn't right. matter how long my to-do list is. Yesterday, I had so much to do, but I was kind of cranky. And nice. I walked in my office three times and I sat down and I said, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't feel it. I went on a walk. I played with my Good. puppies, you know, yeah. and that's those two things. And I want you to kind of hone in because if you were sitting there yeah. blaming maybe the players, they're not receiving my coaching well. Yes. They don't see me the way I see myself. And you were to go and try to coach, it wouldn't yes. have worked. So I, I just want to talk a little bit more about why this is so important. So I, I I think I'll answer your question through what you said to start this off, where you said you went into your place of work, your place of being, but from you want to be in a high vibrational place when you step into this place of work, right? Okay, because you know that's where your creativity is going to flow through. Okay. But what you did was you showed up, you felt it. Nope, not time yet. You walked away. You showed up, you felt it. Nope, not yet. You walked away. Okay. That's one 
amazing, uh, let's just say discipline that you have created for yourself. So good for you, right? And so everyone listening should listen to that first. Okay, now the second part of that is, yeah, but when, when, what do I do when I have to get it done? Because there's a timeline to it, or I work a nine to five, I have to show up to the job, I can't just not, okay, cool. That's where the real answer is. And so my deal with that is, you always, from your place of being, wherever you are, you can always find something to release some resistance. So if you arrive at your place of, you know, of work and you know you don't want to walk inside, sit in your car for a second, breathe for just a little bit, think about the reasons why you actually are at the job. Like, and it could be, I receive money from this job, which allows me to live in, in the place I'm currently living. It allows me to drive this car that I'm currently driving. I know there's some people in there that I do enjoy being around. I know that uh, uh, eventually today, I'm going to create a nice little conversation with a coworker. I know um, that I can create my own value within my workplace or well, you know, whatever it is, however it goes. But it's the point is, being deliberate enough about your life that you spend those 30, I'm more talking like 30 seconds, 60 seconds, a minute and a half. We're not talking about sit there and journal for 20 minutes to figure out your, your lifeline, right? It's just, all right. The first things first is I'm aware. I don't feel as good as I want to right now. And I don't want to bring this energy into my place of work. So let me do something for myself in this moment so I can just release enough resistance to get some momentum headed in a better feeling direction. Now, if you don't want to focus on your place of work, don't. Focus on your cat. Focus on the dog. Focus on the surf session you're going to have when you're out of work. Focus on your kids you're going to see when you're out of work. Whatever it is. But don't make an excuse and a justification to yourself that you can't do that, that you can't find those couple statements to allow you to relax and let your shoulders come down, let your neck relax and just allow yourself to breathe. Mm. That is really where the effort comes in. Yeah. You, you have to do that. You, you don't have a choice unless you want it to just continue to grow and compound. So I know I kind of got off a little bit, but is that enough of an answer for I, where? I think that's perfect. And you know, life is a series of conscious choices we make. And yeah. so I think it's really big. And there does come a time, I feel, right? When you get to say, I don't necessarily have to choose this. You did it. I, when I walked away from my career as a principal, everyone thought I was crazy, <laughs> but it was no longer in alignment. You mm -hmm. transitioned. You had this really amazing career that you mm -hmm. wanted, that you worked for. Mm -hmm. And you transitioned and now you write poetry. You speak about things like this. You inspire others. That can't be easy. But there came a time when you no longer tried to convince yourself, right? To show up for things that were out of alignment. I know there's a, always a time and a place to, yeah. where you where that would be most beneficial because we don't want to get into survival mode. We don't want to get into lack or, or poverty yeah. if we can help it. But there comes a time when your soul is ready to take that leap of faith. What would you say to those people who are right on the precipice today? Man, that's that's interesting. That's a tough one. I, I think that 
sometimes we get confused by the emotions we're feeling when we're making decisions. Mm -hmm. And I know like it would be the easiest thing in the world if you just think about something, right? And you're like, oh, that sounds really good. And you make a decision to do it. And then you just, all these goosebumps and butterflies and dolphins. And you're like, oh my God. Okay, I know for sure this is what I'm going to do, right? But sometimes we're contradicting ourselves in that very moment. Right. Because we know inside that is the direction we want to head in. But we are scared of the unknown and or the past experiences that we're now bringing into our now moment. So what I would just say for those people is just take a deep breath again, center yourself and ask yourself, am I bringing past experiences to my now or am I really in my now making a decision from my now? Yeah. Inner being. Do I want to go left or do I want to go right? Which way are you nudging me right now? You know, like just sit there for a second and ask yourself some questions. Not, am I going to make as much money as I think I'm going to? No. Am I going to have the, 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 the house and the girlfriend and the wife? And it? No, 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 no. Those aren't, those aren't the questions. Like your inner being is not a fortune teller in that way. It's not as psychic in that way. Right. It's like a feeling place. Does this feel better than this? Yeah. Does this feel more enjoyable than this? Can I can can I do this? Can I not do this? I like you make those obvious statements and then you're like, oh man, this is easy. Okay, I'm going. Let let let's do this. Because you wouldn't be at that point in time at that precipice if you really didn't want to be doing it. Mm -hmm. You're just allowing some of those contradictory beliefs to still run you. And it's okay, be aware of them, but then settle them. Like understand the trueness about the statement and the falseness about the statement and then move forward. I love that. And and I love that you're talking about how, how expansive and good it feels because I think a lot of times people get into that place where they're trying to make that decision, right? And they have this really exciting feeling, like you said, they know it feels expansive, it feels good. And they start to move forward and then the anxiety kicks in. And it's so important to discern, <laughs> like you said, that this is coming from your past way of being. And there's going to be that place. We've talked on this podcast about the void, the transition phase. It doesn't all feel good, but when you tap into your vision, how does it feel? And can you let go of the outcomes? For me, when I went into this, I wasn't thinking, am I going to make enough money to support my kids? I was mm. thinking, am I going to feel good enough to be present with them? Mm. Am I going to feel expansive to feel like mm. I get to be alive on this earth and be excited about it? Right. Yeah. And so it's about letting the feeling dictate your outcome rather than all the things you could obtain, because what we could obtain is us going back to that ego and that physical reality. When, like you said, yeah. our consciousness is way bigger than yeah. our physical body yeah yeah and that's the other thing too it's like there are some things about this life while you're leading it that you really want to buy into there's some things you want to jump into and so you'd ask yourself like whoever's listening here do you really trust in the universe do you trust the way the our our human beingness is being in relation to the universe and our soul like do you really get that and can you really jump in like do you believe that the universe is a ball of love and the natural consequence to your alignment 
to your feeling as good as you can, as often as you can, is that amazingness will come your way. The things you're wanting to experience in life will come your way. But if you start getting into the physicality of it, how it needs to go, and you start braining it, you start minding it instead of feeling it, right? Instead of, uh, you know, enjoying it and so on and so forth, it's going to be a bumpier ride. It's going to be a tougher thing to decipher. And so, like, for me, especially, like, control freaking is a thing, right? Like, a lot of people want to control everything around them, right? Like, and that is a real thing, okay? And also, that's really not how life works in a universal perspective way. Mm-hmm. We've turned that into it as human beings. We've turned that into a way. That is a way. Um, but I don't think it's the most expansive, enjoyable, satisfying way. And yeah. in the end, it really doesn't matter. It's up to you. I I totally agree. And I I I as you were talking, I felt a nudge to kind of bring this up because I can see, especially in the state of the world right now. Mm -hmm. And I know there's a lot of different anxieties in the holiday season with the way of our economy, with the atrocities going on in the world. I can feel that kind of eye roll in some people being like, well, you don't understand and Mm -hmm. you aren't living in my shoes. And I've been there when I remember when people would try to tell me to feel a certain way. And I was like, you don't understand anything about my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that you were there too. And there were days when it didn't feel like you could get to that better feeling state. So can we give them some tangible things they can do? every day to just shift their vibration a little bit well the first thing first is i would say you're right i don't know how you feel there's not one person on this planet that can feel what you feel we could think we're matching it we can be empathetic if we want to we can be you know whatever you want to to match the vibration you're currently holding but we'll never truly know So the one thing for certain I want everybody to hear here is you know what's best for you. You know what's best for you. I would just ask you is how long have you been listening? How long have you been listening to yourself, to your soul and that relationship? And if you haven't been cool, no worries. Let's start today because Anything that you've lived previously does not have to affect you moving forward. Now, there's a lot of people who might think differently and believe differently than that. And I I respect and understand all those perspectives. Doesn't mean I have to agree with that. And I am, I, I, I really, at the core of my being, if you're a person, no matter the struggles you've had, no matter the struggles you've had, You can, in this moment, start listening to yourself, start experiencing the relationship with yourself, have a conversation with yourself, and you can start moving forward. And I mean, I don't know why this is coming right now, because, you know, this is not something I've said consistently throughout these conversations. But for whatever reason, I keep coming back to just come back to your breath. And I know many people go, oh, yeah, that's great. Absolutely. Breath is king, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not, I, I, I do, you know, I do breath work from time to time. It's not a consistent thing for me in my life, but I absolutely do it. Seen the benefit, know the benefit, love the benefits, right? But for whatever reason right now, I feel called to continue to say to whoever's listening, 
first things first, you got to stop the chatter in your mind. And so if you could just take those couple deep breaths and feel your body, try to feel your, your different body parts, try to feel yourself calming down, try to feel your shoulders releasing, relaxing, these types of things. That would be the first place I'd start. And then I'd go right into, okay, so if you're here, if you're with me, what do you got? I'm tuning in. I want to experience us more. I want to start a relationship with you more. What do we got? And then just go about your day. Don't like, oh, well, what, 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 what? You know, like, was that it? Did you just give me a sign? Did it just chill out? It'll come. But you just got to start like really softly. Mm -hmm. I want to listen. I want to hear. I want to listen. I want to hear. I want to talk. What do you got? That's really, really powerful. And we say on here all the time, the more in alignment with your breath you are, the more in alignment with the universe you are. And I think it's a powerful shift you can make of just returning to that stillness, mm. listening, like you said, to source, opening the line of communication with that intention. And I'm all about adding a little bit of delusion in there, letting yourself <laughs> imagine the dream life you want to live and let yourself yeah. feel it. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you, Douglas, yeah, it's quite the leap to go from, a, and I know you sharing your background, I think helped a lot knowing you were into Abraham Hicks and, and that higher level of reality, but mm -hmm. how do you make the shift? I mean, I was reading through some of your poems, Douglas just released a book of poetry and um, it's absolutely incredible. He has, he's co-authored this book or not co-authored, but co-created this book with a different artist. It's absolutely beautiful. You can check it out under this with the links under this episode, but what, how do you, be, how do you go from pitching coach to yeah. poet? So it's super injured. Like I don't call myself a poet, although I have written poetry on and off throughout my life, you know, ever since I was young, like in my teenage years, let's say, right. But so, you know, I don't know how, how it came down. All I know is I was on Facebook. I, I reached out to this one lady. Her name was Lindsay Cooper. And she did art and um, we, I, you know, we're in the same circle as far as like universal law and understanding the way things work out and so on and so forth. So we just started chatting a little bit and it's COVID time and I'm not doing anything at that time. I'm, I'm living off of the uh, contract that I signed with the angels at that time because I still had two years left on the contract. And I just wanted to like be good to me and figure out, okay, Dougie, what is what what's next for you and a lot of wanting to write came out so i wrote on medium.com you know that that yeah. there's a right so i wrote on there i wrote on instagram for a little bit um I, I i did some other things and and with that you know i got a hold of Lindsay. she would start sending me art and for whatever reason she's like hey if you're if you're feeling inspired to write write and so what happened was like literally she would send me an art piece. If I was inspired, I would just look at it in the moment. And if I was inspired immediately, I would just try to get out of the way and write through my soul's intentions. And I'd write the poem and be done with it. And if she sent me a piece of art and it didn't feel good, I'd just say, nah, give me another. I don't know about this one. Or maybe I'd look at it, you know, a couple of weeks later and I was like, okay, I am inspired. Now let's go. But I would only do the, the, the work, the project, the writing, whatever you want to call it when I felt complete inspiration and then just let the words flow. Wow. And so it was just, yeah, it was just like, a, it was just a, ins, uh, ins, 
a, a practice of of inspired writing and 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 recognizing the moment of inspiration. I think that's something that a lot of people listening, you absolutely can practice that. I, I have a, a client who I work with and I, I tell him, hey, have a book next to you, like a little notebook, your phone, your notes page on your phone, whatever, because he's trying to get into that place of, when am I inspired? When am I getting that hit from my, from my higher self? And I said, well, why don't we just start to ask to be more aware of it? And so when you feel a hit, don't question it, write it down, whatever the thought was, whatever the paragraph was, whatever the story was, you know what I mean? And so I think that that's basically what I was doing there. And it was, it took, um, I don't know, it was a process of like two years. And then we just decided, well, what do you want to do with all these? Because we had 30 of them. And we said, oh, let's self-publish it. And so then we went, went down that process of self-publishing. And now I have a art poetry book. So there you go. <laughs> I think it's so incredible. And I want to point out one thing you said for everyone listening. If you miss this, this all started, his creation all started because he had one thought, I want to be good to me. Mm. And it was from that place. And I'm sure you did all the things you talked about. You found that stillness. You asked for that connection. You moved from inspiration that you mm -hmm. created something um, that's beautiful and transformative and so healing for others. That's yeah. really powerful. Yeah, and I'm so glad that I'm so glad you joined us today. I would love for you to just tell the listeners how they can connect with you, work with you, the different platforms that you're on, everything they need. So I I, I really haven't like, I, I don't sell myself on social media and I haven't done much like branding or anything like that. Cause I've, I'm in this process of understanding, okay, how do I want to show up in this world? Yeah. in that regard. And so I'm getting super close to that. I'm working on a current project. And I, again, like I do have clients, I work with athletes, I work with business execs, you know, general public, it doesn't matter, you know. Um, but uh, I mean, on Instagram, I think Douglas Bryant White is my, is my tag on Instagram. You can go on LinkedIn, just look up again, Douglas Bryant White. Um, man, where else am I? The website for the book would be awesome. The yeah. poetry book. I would just like to sell the first 150 or I think there's like, we, 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 you know, we, we created like 150 to 250 copies or whatever. Like, I just want to have all those uh, 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 in somebody's hand and hope that um, while they're reading them from day to day, from time to time, like it's, it's serving them in, in a, in a, just a nice, peaceful, uplifting way. I think that would be super cool. Um, awesome. Yeah, but the website, like you said, the website's um, going to be on your, yeah. on your register. Yeah. So you guys can check out all the links. Um, definitely check out his book. You'll have the link. It'll be the first link you see underneath this episode. Follow him on the social medias. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your gift with us today. Is there anything that you want to end with? Just a message for all of the listeners before we wrap up. Yeah, I, I would say one thing as far as like, life is actually an amazing thing, whether you're in a moment right now where it doesn't feel that way or not. Everybody is living the human experience, which means they're all going through an array of emotions. Some of us just have been like pretty good at consistently practicing certain ones. 
or just being lighthearted about their approach to life. And don't compare yourself to anybody else's journey because that is only going to keep you in that feeling place where it, it, it causes terror inside of you. So again, just do the best you can to be where you are and be who you are. And I guarantee you have emotional guidance. You have an inner being, you have a soul, those types of things. Just do the best you can to try to get in connection with it every day. And I guarantee things will shift for you sooner than later. Just don't take score. Don't take score. Mm -hmm. Just chill out. Be with it. That is powerful. Thank you so much. And everybody listening, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, breathe deep and plan on miracles. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaila Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical. <laughs>